Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast about helping you pursue your dreams without compromising your faith, your family, or your health. I'm your host, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, we're going to be joined by Eric Nevins, who is the host of Halfway There, as well as the founder of the Christian Podcasters Association. In this episode, we're going to discuss the importance of building community and networking to get your message out there into the world for other people to hear and be inspired by it. So if that's something you're looking to do to get out there and change the world in some way, we're going to share with you how serving others, networking, and building community can get you there. So sit back and relax unless you are, I don't know, gardening right now. In that case, keep us playing in your earbuds as we have this conversation about building community, networking, and changing the world. Here we go. All right. Hey, Eric, good to see you again. How are you doing over there in Colorado? I'm doing great. It's good to see you too, Jerry. I've been enjoying just uh, connecting with you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And uh, I know a lot of people don't know this, but I love to just tell on myself, uh, this is actually take two. And I appreciate you taking a second hour of your day of <laughs> months later. And, uh, you know, Brandon might be out there listening, thinking, hey, what happened to me? It's like, sorry, man, uh, SD card failure. And I didn't hit record on Zoom. So I, I had to do this over. Can I tell you a funny story? My very first podcast episode ever, I was interviewing a woman named Carolyn Schmidt. And Carolyn is sort of Jesus at my church. You know what I mean? Like she's the woman who loves, she just loves everybody. She mentors lots of people and she was very kind. And so we were in this little room and we we're using my Roland R05, which oh, I still yeah. use. And, um, and he, she, I, we sat down, I armed the track and we had a wonderful conversation in this echoey little room. Mm. And uh, I, we got done and I looked at it and went, Oh, it was flashing and it didn't record. I didnn't push record. My very first oh. podcast was, <laughs> oh. so we took a break. We went, we actually did it in a different room. We moved to a different room and I was like, now I know how to record. So we recorded and, uh, and it turned out great. But, uh, yeah, so my podcast got off to an ignominious start that way. <laughs> it's okay. That's how it went. That's, that's how it goes sometimes. But, you know, with something like that, though, you're like, it only goes uphill from here. <laughs> that's right. I was like, oh, come on. But it worked. Now we met, um, well, we met online initially through, I think, podcast movement, um, community. Yeah. On, on Facebook. And I remember a conversation that somebody had posed the question. Maybe you'd posed it or maybe somebody else had, but they asked the question of, is there a pod, uh, a Facebook group like this, but for Christian podcasters and hands down, people were saying, no, no, that'd be great if we had one. No, there wouldn't, we, we don't. And then I think a week or two later, one popped up and it's led by a guy named Eric Nevins. And I was like, Hey, that's pretty neat. Let me, let me join it. And so I did. And, uh, it, I like it. It, even though I think my podcast tends to sit on the outliers because a lot of the, the podcasters are, you know, sermon focused or, uh, let me talk about the Bible or Jesus directly. You've got this show, Beyond the Rut, that's really more about how do you design your life and live out the dream that you have on your heart? And yeah. so the undertones of Jesus are now people are probably onto us now, but, uh, the, the undertones of the Bible are in there, but we don't just like, quote scriptures and and talk Jesus talk openly and and like in your face and uh, but I love it because 
it's a smaller community within a larger community. And, you know, in, in the bigger groups, it's easy to get lost. And then in a group like Christian Podcasters Association, which I think is what up to 2000 people, 1800 people. somewhere. Yeah. There. We, we just are pushing 2100 people. Nice. And that's at the time of this recording and it's growing. I mean, yeah, it's growing every single month. We, uh, you know, every week we have between 30 and 60 and something like last week, it was 75 people asking to join. So pot, as podcasting is growing, we're growing. Uh, and that's a really, really good thing. So nice. I'm excited about it. Yeah. You know, the, the interesting thing, can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Uh, is that you mentioned like your show is not really, you know, you sort of have these Christian undertones, right? But not explicitly Christian. That's what I love about it. Because even though it, there's more than one way to have a Christian podcast, right? Like you yeah. can have... If you are talking about what I would call kingdom principles, you know, the idea of, of, Hey, God is everywhere and he, he loves you and, and your, your life, you has meaning, right? Yeah. Uh, in any kind of way, then I think you probably have a Christian podcast and whether you, whether you call it that or not, right? Whether that's your category. So, um, I love that. That's kind of the thing that brings us all together. We are, we're all Christians. We don't talk about our theological or political differences. We stay away from that because yeah, we do. <laughs> those things divide. But other than that, uh, yeah, we all kind of have the same mission, which I think is what makes the group work the way it does. That's true to brand, right? Because, you know, we as Christians are called to be encouragers and, and show that there is a better way. And, you know, why is it different to be a Christian? And, you see it in that group. People are lifting each other up. People are coaching each other. People are giving advice to each other. Uh, you don't see us ridiculing each other. You know, if anything, we kind of give ourselves some self-deprecating humor, but not, yeah, yeah. you know, we're not making fun of each other. We're not being competitive. And that's, I mean, yeah. We, yeah. And we share, people share vulnerably, right? They share when they're, when they're having a, uh, a tough day, like we talked about at the top here. Um, but it's just people and, and people come in and encourage, right? That's what happens. So it's, uh, I really appreciate the group. I, I love that. It's, it's become way more than I had hoped. It's kind of going where, where I'd uh, sort of maybe dreamed, but not, wasn't sure if we could ever actually get there. So we're, we're, we're getting there, which is super cool. Nice. Yeah. The, the engagement there is amazing. You got, you got a team there, uh, Meg Leesner and Chris Darren. Yeah. Uh, Meg is definitely, she helps a lot. Um, and she definitely is sort of, I call her the heartbeat of CPA because her heart for others and just support and caring for people is absolutely there. Chris is one of our resident tech gurus. He's kind of stepped back from moderating a little bit, which is okay. He's got a lot of other things on his plate at the moment, but, uh, yeah, it's, it is good people. You know, I, I love it. I think we're, we're, uh, able to serve and, you know, bringing people together, which, that was the whole point. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's working and it's working for me too. That's, that's, that's good. The hugest well, thing for me anyway. <laughs> uh, now going back to that initial conversation on Facebook though, um, that was, golly, that was, that was a few years back, at least that six was, or seven. That was t- 2017. Okay. Okay. So I started the group in June, 2017 and I think it was somebody else's post about groups or something. Yeah. And I said, are there any groups for Christian podcasters? And, uh, and then a guy named Phil Gothier uh, jumped in and said, man, I'd love it if that existed. And I, I can't remember. Did you comment on that? You might have, I might have, I don't know if you did or not, but so I started messaging Phil uh, cause I was bold. Apparently I, I don't, <laughs> I, didn't know him. I just was like, Hey dude, let's, let's connect. So we connected and um, 
And he was, it turned out he lived in my hometown of Des Moines, Iowa, where oh. I grew up. Wow. And so I've actually been able to like have breakfast with him and, and hang out with him when I get to town. Funny enough, he doesn't podcast anymore. He's oh. he kind of moved on to, to greener pastures, but um, he, it was, he was like, he really affirmed as like, yeah, you should totally do that. And so we did, we started it and you know, the group was kind of thread. It took a long time. I'll, I think it was 2019 that we hit 500 members. Oh, and now we're we're pushing. We're over 2,000, and it's really grown. I think part of that is COVID. A lot of people started podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> <during COVID. laughs> um, and so it's kind of taken off. But it's a uh, it's a good thing. So it's nice. exciting. Yeah, I remember uh, meeting you in person. You and Chris in person for yeah. the first time at Podcast Movement 2019, and. Uh, were you the one who arranged that meetup or was that Rob Kirkpatrick from uh, Focus on the Family? It was Rob. He, okay. he organized that. But you know what astounded me about that event is Rob uh, kept pointing and kept talking about Christian Podcasters Association yeah. and I'm pointing people to it who had never heard of us before. And I'm here I am, you know, Rob, if you guys don't know, is I forget his exact title, like director of uh, audio content at Focus on the Family. So yeah. they're a pretty big operation, you know, as far as, Christian content goes. Uh, they're just about an hour south of where I live. Oh, I and he's saying, "Hey, you should be. You guys should be in this group." And it just blew me away. I could never have imagined that. Yeah, I, I remember him plugging it um, in that little meetup. There was probably about twenty of us. Yeah, in that space, like that. and um, I, I already felt like I was in the club. But when he put that out there, I'm like, "Wow, there's there's people who weren't in this." And uh, and that's for me. I think where I saw it really blossom and. I said it on your show, like, you know, never underestimate the power of networking, you know, that, you know, meeting other people. And I think with networking, there's an importance for humility in that, you know, I've run into people who are networking, but they're really working a room and they're, they're looking for like, I'm doing air quotes, the, the power people. And if you're not in a position of power to them, then they don't want to talk to you. And the reality is you might be either the president person in that power position you're looking for, or they might be best friends with the person who is. And if you just blow them off, it's like, mm, okay, yeah, I ran into you uh, about an hour ago at that neat meet and greet and you were kind of a jerk. Uh, <laughs> you weren't willing to get to know people. And, you know, it's that six degrees of separation thing. And um, I mean, how have you seen networking really impact uh, not just the growth of CPA, but the growth of like your halfway there podcast and um, the Christian podcaster podcast? Yeah, I love that question because when I first started podcasting, I was not a networker. I didn't, I thought that was, I just kind of looked at it skeptically because of what you were talking about, right? Like the, it was kind of self-serving and self-promotional and um, I just didn't want to be that way. And I worked at a bank and I hated banking. And to be honest, uh, no offense to all the bankers out there, but <laughs> I didn't find any of those people very interesting, right? <laughs> Yuck, I don't want to do this. So that was not really my thing. Um, but when I started podcasting, I needed guests, right? Cause my show is yeah. all guest based. And I, so I had to start doing a few things. I uh, will never forget. I asked Richard Jacobson, who wrote a book called unchurching, really interesting uh, book. Um, and he was the first person I ever reached out to. I saw him post in a, one of John Acuff's groups about how he finally pre- published his book. It was, he was celebrating and I reached out to him. I said, Hey, would you come on my show? First person I ever asked, to come on my show that I didn't know. Wow. Um, so I had to learn how to, how to do that. And I was so scared, but he said, yes. And you know, that feeling when somebody that you respect is, or that you ask says yes. And you're like, yes, oh, this is so great. <laughs> uh, and I had that. 
And then I started doing something else where I would ask people at the end of the interview, um, who, so now that you've experienced it, who do you know that would be really great for oh, this show? Nice. Such a good question uh, to ask. And then I would get referrals. And so then it would just start, start to, to grow from there and mushroom in a way. And I really learned that that was powerful, that that yeah. was like one of the most powerful things you can do. And then I read a book called Friend of a Friend by David Berkus that kind of went over how to do that and particularly how to do an introduction email, which I've used extensively. Um, and, you know, we can, we don't have to go into it, but just sending an email to introduce two people who you think would be helpful to one another. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so powerful. And then I get those from other people and it just kind of, it kind of goes. And so I've seen networking become kind of one of my pieces of bread and butter, right. In my, in what I do. And I never would have expected it five years ago. Right. Which, which I think is, is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some folks go into networking, you know, thinking about what do I get out of it? And one of the things that I love about the culture in Christian podcasters association and part of it's probably just the way you do it. And I've seen Meg do this is you're almost like networking to see what you can do for somebody else. Yeah. Well, you see, you're talking about uh, just serving people. And I think that's absolutely right. That's the thing with networking is, you know, that was my misconception when I was at a bank. And I think maybe that was the kind of people that I was around uh, where networking was just really sort of self-serving. And I think that's where I was as a person, right? But as I've been podcasting, I've I've grown to the point where I can see that we all benefit if I serve you, right? If I serve somebody else, we we all grow and we're all better off if I just help you without any strings attached. And that is is so much more powerful. Um, and so networking, if you're going to network, you know, it, that's the thing to do is figure out how you can serve people, figure out how you can serve somebody, and then that will. Um, it, that will do so much more for you. Yeah. And there are those of us who, you know, personality style, I'm, I'm thinking about disc right now that they just naturally prefer to do that. You know, they're the person who stereotypically in an office building is walking around with a coffee mug in hand on a Monday asking you how your weekend went. And you're just like, wow, this person remembers everything about me. That's pretty cool. And then you see that person just move on to another office. Like, Hey, how's it going? How's your weekend? And, you know, just, that's all they're doing. And it looks like they're not working. So somebody who just thinks task oriented, you know, transactionally almost misses out on what this person is doing, that they're, they're just getting to know you as a person. And I used to have a vice president that I worked for that this is what she did every, every day, not just on a Monday, but then she'd be on a project and people would feel kind of stumped or she'd run into somebody who's stumped and she'd be like, you know, you need to talk to this person over here in this department because that's oh, yeah. this is what they're working on as well. And I think you two can synergize. What? How do you know that? Just because know. I asked, right? Yeah, and because you cared, and because you were you were finding out about it. I think that's so powerful. You, we just you have to care about what people are up to, and and then you those opportunities arise. They really do. I don't know if I mentioned it after we hit record or before we hit record, but I did an interview with a, a Mr. T impersonator, and he's doing like. It's going to be too late. By the time you hear this episode, it's too late, but maybe you can hire him for something else. Uh, but he's doing, um, tailored video messages for Mother's Day. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Mr. T in the 80s did this like Mother's Day song, like, Mothers, there is no other. <laughs> and so he's like not doing that song, but he's doing like a Mr. T impersonation, you know, Mother's Day message for folks for like oh, 60 wow. bucks. And, um, you know, I myself didn't purchase one, but then I was talking to somebody last night over dinner and he was like, Oh, I haven't got my mother anything for, for Mother's Day. And she lives like in another state. And I was like, Well, I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Mr. T impersonator and he's doing Mother's Day videos and he's like, no way. She loved watching the A team in the eighties. I'm like, I'll oh, give wow. you his number. And I like gave the number over to him. And, and again, you know, that was just like, I'm not getting anything from that connection other than I helped uh, a new friend of mine, uh, yeah. give something to his mother on Mother's Day that is going to be memorable. And it's going to help another guy out who's, you know, working as Mr. T impersonator, really building that business up. So, yeah. and that just brings me joy to do. So I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, now with CPA, what's, uh, I guess without giving away anybody's identity, uh, what has been the, the biggest sense of joy that you've seen come out of that? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use cap show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Well, I, for me, the biggest thing is just connecting podcasters. Because as you know, podcasting is a lonely business. Nobody nobody knows that. Um, especially early on, uh, for me, I was I've been reflecting on this recently. Because I'm coming up on my five-year anniversary of this show. I was Woo-hoo. sitting in this little office. My desk was kind of sitting up against the wall. And... So I'm kind of staring at the wall, talking to myself into a microphone, trying to figure out how to edit and all these things. And it it can just be lonely if if you, you know, don't see the growth that you'd like to see. It just takes time, you know, and uh and takes a lot of effort. So for me, the biggest thing is that people are able to connect and that they don't feel alone. And I hear people say that all the time. They'll say it in the group, they'll say it to me personally, that I just I was lonely, right? Or there's there's so many people, I've more than one person in the last few weeks has said to me, I wouldn't have kept podcasting if it weren't for CPA. Right. That's amazing. Cause I think about, I kind of think big picture a lot. And so I think about the ripple effect of, of something of, of what you do. And so as CPA supports podcasters who all share the gospel in their own way, they sh- they're all sharing the message of, of Jesus through a topic, right? You're doing it with men and helping people design their life. Other people are doing it like there's moms, there's, you know, there's all kinds of, all kinds of angles that we come at it from. Um, but if they stop, then they're not right. So maybe there's a time for that. I don't know, but if they are encouraged and they keep going, then that impact keeps growing as well. And that's really what inspires me. I've been, I've been thinking a lot um, about how what I always wanted to do was to help people be closer followers of Jesus, right? And uh, I think I'm doing that. I think actually CPA does that, which is really 
kind of fascinating. It was a realization that I went, oh, I ended up doing exactly what I, what I thought God was calling me to do, you know, 20 years ago, just not in the way I thought he would. That was kind of cool. <laughs> and the neat thing, I just now thought of it hearing you speak is, you know, like one of the things we would do in the army is, you know, the best way to teach something to somebody is to put that soldier in charge of teaching that skill to right. the rest of the unit. And so you would just walk up and like, Hey, specialist Dugan, you're going to be teaching at sergeant's time training, but I'm not a sergeant sergeant. Oh, not yet, but uh, we got an empty spot and you get to train. What am I training on? How to go to the bathroom in a chemical environment. So I thought it was a joke, but this is a true thing. I was told to teach. How do you go to the bathroom? How do you go number two in a chemical environment? Well, it was kind of a crappy assignment, wasn't it? It was very crappy. I mean, fortunately, the demo didn't have to actually include <laughs> the, <laughs> the actual process, uh, just the digging part. And uh, I was allowed to wear shorts underneath the chemical suit. So to land my plane <laughs> by you encouraging podcasters uh, it, who are, you know, kingdom based and kingdom minded yeah. know, at a minimum. I mean, we're at what 2,100 members. You said there are 2,100 possible um, learning experiences happening with each engagement. Um, you know, cause, and, and with that, you know, as we are podcasting, we're learning and we're growing from the show because you know, like Chris Darren, his show is, is solo based. So he's doing all his research, double checking right. his facts. Mm-hmm. Um, coordinating other folks to, to be on the show from time to time. And he's learning from that experience. And then, you know, for you and I, we have guest-based shows. Uh, so we don't have to do as much reading on our own, but we're learning from the dialogue that we're having. And I think all that alone is impacting, you know, at least the members of the, of the group to, to get deeper in their understanding and, their, and in their faith. So uh, I appreciate that you do have this group and that you have had that kind of success. Um, so CPA uh, has its own website uh, through Kajabi and it's got two different membership levels. I think I'm currently yep. at the silver one. Um, I just need to stop eating so much fast food and free up the money to upgrade to gold. Cause that's, I would the, love to have you in there, man. Oh, I think man. it'd be great. I think I'm ready for it. I, I really do. So I need to get serious about, okay, where do I cut back? Cause I know I'm wasting money and I, I need yeah. to change over to investing it. So. Uh, but yeah, so silver level I know is, uh, there's like six or seven courses that are free, uh, because the membership level is free. And, and so it teaches some basic things like how to be a guest on other people's shows. Cause the fastest way to grow your show is to be a guest on other shows. Uh, then there's uh, some tips on how to get guests and then how to have an effective, um, consistent recording session from start to finish. And so a lot of good things to help get you started. Uh, and then I know like Meg, runs like a weekly coffee talk to help encourage folks. So you have some, some free networking and group yep. coaching type of things. Uh, what's at the gold level that uh, really helps people grow? Yeah. So I love that this, this free level, here's what I think is super valuable about that. If I can talk about that for a second, the silver level is there, there's a short video series. It's three videos called you are a podcaster, because I think uh, a lot of people when they're just getting started, uh, aren't sure if this is for them, right? And so that's why I called it that. So we go over kind of the like the commitments that you have to make, um, which I think are things like just show up and do your best, commit yourself to learning, right? That's it. Um, there's a few others, and then we talk about the technology, and there's just four pieces of technology that you need, which you know is really not that hard. So I kind of try to demystify that, and then I do talk about the whole um, 
the whole your guests kind of streamlining your guest process so that that's really professional using Calendly and Zoom and it's much easier that way. So I, I wanted to give that away. Inside the gold, though, we do something quite different. We, we do have a video library of um, conversations with a ton of influencers and people inside of who are podcasters and in the industry. We had Rob Walsh from Libsyn recently, um, which was amazing. Like he just his mind for data is so great, and he gave us so so many good nuggets. Um, but what happens? What what I started? Well, I started out doing it one way, but the way we do it now. We meet on every Tuesday night and uh, every month I bring in two speakers to come in. So this last week we had, um, we had Tom Schwab from interview valet and coming up, we are going to have the, uh, the unnamed person earlier from earlier he's going to come talk as well, uh, which will be amazing. And I'm, I'm super excited about that. We've got uh, uh, mentioned David Burkus earlier for from friend of a friend. He's coming in June. I can't believe it. It's going to be uh, astounding. So we get some really great speakers who come in and just uh, share with us a skill, a tactic, uh, something we should we should learn and, and implement. And then here's the gold part, though, right? You get a chance. Gold members get a chance to actually ask that person their questions, right? Right there. So it used to be that I would do the interview with them and then I'd share it in the library. And I noticed nobody went and watched those. That wasn't like a high priority for people. Yeah. And so I realized what would be so much more effective and valuable is if I give you or the members access to that person to come in and ask their questions. That works. And so that's that's what we're doing. And then the other weeks we do group coaching sessions. So we have a chance for everybody to... Uh, get on the hot seat and ask your questions. Um, a lot of times those are technical questions. And so people at the various levels of podcasting yeah. will answer those. Um, but also we sometimes get to dig into those kind of uh, mindset blocks, right? Which that's really when I get excited because I'm convinced that everything that we do in podcasting is actually about personal growth more than it is about audience growth, Mm. figuring out how it is that you deserve an audience, right? Like that's a, that's a tough thing. You know, it it took me a long time to, to get over that, that you have something valuable to bring. And so just kind of breaking those kinds of kind of mindset barriers. um, Those are my favorite meetings when we get to do that. So those are the kind of the main things that we do. Um, we have done things like challenges. We last year on International Podcast Day, we did an eight-hour live stream oh, where nice. we where we just brought in podcasters every fifteen minutes, and that was really cool. Um, it, I couldn't talk very well after that. <laughs> but it was it was a great day. It was really neat. We got a ton of views on that video, and uh, I think everybody really really enjoyed it. So we've done things like that. Um, I try to. Uh, promote everybody on our social media feeds. I don't do that as well as I should, but those those kinds of things are what we're we're trying to really promote. And uh, we also have a free a new Facebook group for just gold members, which is interesting. And that's kind of just taken off uh, as a way to kind of connect and know who's in there and uh, get access to the events. Because if I forget to send the email like I did last week, there's a place where people can find it. <laughs> Some folks might balk at the idea of group coaching or a mastermind group. Uh, yeah. But, you know, my background is in instructional design and, you know, educational technology. So, 
But when you look at the world's population, it's like 87-ish percent of just in the United States of the population of the United States comes from a cultural background that is a collective cultural um, background. So it's big families, interactions in small communities, that kind of thing. Yet our instructional institutions are developed in a way that only benefits like 11% of the population. <laughs> so it's like, huh, why did you struggle in school? It's because it wasn't designed for you. It was designed for a smaller set of folks who really thrive in that type of environment. So the idea behind mastermind groups, coaching groups, that is collaborative learning theory or social constructivist learning theory. You know, they're kind of interchangeable. And that's where we're learning from each other. So right. uh, we're all bringing something to the table and – we're, we're kind of all pulling each other along as we're sharing what we do know, you know, somebody who doesn't know, like you talked about the technical stuff, you got varying levels of technical ability. So as somebody who has the technical know-how chimes in, everybody else who didn't have that knowledge is now like, oh, hey, I, I didn't know that. I could use that information in a completely different arena. And somebody might talk about creativity and, you know, you might have somebody in there who's not good at putting together their cover art for their episodes. And now it's like, Oh, I didn't know about that tool. I didn't know these concepts. Now, wow, it looks so much prettier than it used to. And yeah. uh, so it's really cool that, um, I guess I'm saying all that just to say there is value in the gold membership. So, uh, whether it's in podcasting guys, or if it's in like how to write a book or whatever, you know, whatever field you're in, there is an opportunity to get in with a small group of folks who are going to work together to synergize and take you up to the next level. So don't, uh, don't poo poo on the idea of, you know, networking with others and putting yourself in the hot seat. Yeah. What I've loved about doing those group sessions is just what you said that, that we really do get a chance to learn from each other. Uh, I've always been very comfortable teaching. I don't like having to be the person who's supposed to know all the things yeah. like that for whatever reason that, <laughs> that makes me really uncomfortable, but in a, but I love being the gatherer. Right. So mm -hmm. somebody who, who like I initiated the group and so then I bring it in and I kind of oversee and I, I keep us going and, and order and whatever. But um but we all have we have something to bring, right? And to be honest with you, I kind of think that's the way the church should work. Like that's kind of my <laughs> idea. What? <laughs> kind of what I see in, in scripture. So that's that's the way I set it up. And I really do see we do see results. We see people every single uh, time we've we've had two members, um, and I'm not claiming, you know, they they do all the hard work. Yeah, but they have been recognized. One, Marcus Watson got his, um, uh, he, his show was kind of I don't know if it was acquired or he's now the official podcast of uh, an institute at what? at uh, Fuller Seminary. Yeah, like wow. they, they have, uh, he, they adopted it. It's amazing. So his episode 100 was was that. Like I said, I don't. He did all the hard work, mm -hmm. but we encouraged him and we kind of kept, you know, helped him along the way. Um, and Amber uh, Cullum, her show Grace Enough, mm -hmm. uh, was just recognized by Christianity Today and like in both their print and um, and uh, online platforms. So yeah. super super cool. Again, she did all the work, but I've encouraged her and helped and and gave her advice and stuff along the way. And that just makes me really super proud. So we talked earlier about the impact and the ripple effects, right? Like as you learn your craft and share with others, this is what happens. And so I'm, I couldn't be uh, you know, prouder of those guys. And I expect to see, you know, as we all just keep after this more and more of that uh, in the future. Yeah. Uh, what's on the horizon for Christian Podcasters Association? 
Well, I'm looking at 2021 as sort of a building block year. Mm-hmm. So I'm building some things. Uh, we did a, a summit, an online summit in January. Yeah. Uh, which was fun. I don't know if it was the right time uh, at all, and and I but I learned some things. So yeah. we're going to do another summit in <laughs> September and October. Uh, I'm going to definitely take a different approach where we'll have a much lower level ticket for the live event. So it's a no brainer. Yes, I want to come. Um, and that will give me another chance to kind of hone and refine that whole process. Um, I'm also building a course. I'm going to do at least one. I would like toward the end of the year to begin working on a second course. I'm working on the sort of basic podcasting course that we all kind of wished we had and didn't. Yeah. Uh, even though I know there's a lot of people who will teach you how to create a podcast for free on Facebook or, or on uh, like YouTube um, or just with their own kind of, you know, things. I think being a Christian podcaster is a little bit, bit of a different animal. Um, and so I want to create a course that just sort of addresses all that while teaching you all the technical things and the kind of honing your message and getting that all kind of right. So that's what I'm working on now. And then later in the year, I'm going to work on one uh, on a different course about um, sort of personal growth podcasting. So I'm convinced that podcasting, I've said this already, I guess, that you grow as much as your audience grows, right? So um, you have to become a different person. So networking is one of those things we talked about, or, um, you know, learning how to serve, not just receive, or there's a whole bunch of principles that I'm writing down um, that I want to share and I want to teach because I, because here's what I think. I consider all of that as you grow personally, you're growing as a disciple of Jesus, not just as a person, right? Yeah. You're, you're growing into the image of Christ. I call that finding yourself in Christ. And so as you become more yourself, you also become more of who, who Jesus uh, has created you to be. And I want to teach that. I really want to help make disciples. So we'll do a course. That'll be kind of a big signature kind of a course uh, um, that I'll create later in the year. So then next year I'll have the whole year planned out, right? We'll have, yeah, There'll be, there'll be, we'll, we'll do a couple of summits. We'll do a couple of courses and we'll roll them out each twice a year. And that will uh, give me the opportunity. I hope to certainly serve with some really amazing content um, for the entire group. And then also um, hopefully be valuable enough that I can make a living doing this and serving, serving these people. That's, that's my goal. Now folks who want to reach out, to us and join the group. I know on Facebook, they can just type in Christian Podcasters Association and join the main group. And there's some questions they've got to answer. And uh, when you come in, just, you know, network with folks. Don't be that guy who just jumps right in and starts plastering links to your show all over the place. The best thing I figured out finally, I think I just got access to it when we hit 2000, mm-hmm. a auto like uh, admin assistant. So oh. if I set it up so that if you share a link, yeah, it boots the, <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> or if you should try to share, a lot of people try to share like a live video into the group for whatever. Every Sunday, somebody tries to share their church feed. And I appreciate, I appreciate what you're trying to do. That's not allowed. Like it's explicitly in the rules. Don't share. We don't share live videos. And this just takes care of it automatically. It's beautiful. So you can't be that guy. You just can't anymore. Come in, uh, connect with other people. Tell us about you. And then uh, tell us, tell us what you, what you need. And other people show up in the hope. Exactly. And then uh, there's a website. It's christianpodcastersassociation.com. That's right. Awesome. And there you can find the two different levels of membership, get signed up, start taking advantage of those resources. 
And is there anything else I missed? No, I think that's all. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I consider if you just take one step, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. If you just take one step toward the thing that you want, um, that's way better than sitting, sitting still. Right. And so Christian podcasters association started that way. We talked about how it kind of started small and we just kind of, kind of got going cause it was a, a weird idea, but, um, but it's, it's growing into a full fledged kind of online business, which I think is super cool. Um, it's not just me, right? If you, if you friends, if you want to, if you want something, take a step toward it and you never know what can happen. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm going to throw in a little bonus resource in there. Cause I see you're wearing the t-shirt for it. Uh, uh-huh. You need to check out Eric's other show or his actual, yeah, the original show halfway there podcast, uh, the halfway there podcast. Uh, there he has conversations with uh, a variety of people talking about the Christian faith, uh, some of the challenges that the church faces. And it's just a down to earth conversation about, you know, life and the intersection with our faith. And, you know, that, that challenge to us all, you know, how to be better at what we do and be better in our walk, uh, yet be humble. And so, yeah, I do, do definitely recommend that. So, Eric, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I remember now what I wanted to say. Uh, are there any final words of wisdom you want to share with anybody who's going through a rut right now? Oh, almost forgot that most important question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I probably just what I just said. But I, what I would say is that if you're in a rut, I was in a rut. I was in a rut in 2000, I don't know, 2009 through like 2016 when I started my podcast. I was in, <laughs> I was in a rut. It was a long time. And uh, the only thing that got me out was to start creating, was to start making something and taking a step. Um, You know, I had to do some big things like leave a job that was just crushing me. Uh, They didn't mean to, it just wasn't my world and it wasn't where I belonged. And you have to know, here's the thing. I knew that I knew all that in my heart, right? Yeah. I couldn't have told you. I couldn't, I couldn't have expressed it. Well, I look back at it now and I go, I knew that I didn't fit there. That's why a little piece of my soul felt like it died every day that I showed up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to take some big steps, but they didn't start as big steps. They started as small steps. And so you can do big things with baby steps. That's, that's what I want to encourage everybody. Whatever your dream is, just take one step toward it today or this week and then take another one tomorrow or next week and you will eventually find yourself where you want to be. Awesome. Now I can say it was great having you on the show, Eric. And thank you so much for being here. Thanks, brother. It's, it's, it's been wonderful. I just think the world of you, I'm excited about the future of Beyond the Rats. And uh, thanks a lot, Jerry. That's all we've got for this episode. Hey, be sure to share us with somebody that you feel will benefit from this episode. So right now, hit that share button on whatever platform you're listening to this episode on and send this episode to that one friend, coworker, family member, or neighbor across the street. That'll just be the best way you can say thank you to us. Now, you can also go check out our show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 270. There you'll find links to Eric Nevin's website, the Christian Podcasters Association, and so much more. Now, I'm glad you joined us this week and look forward to joining you again next week. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care.
You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.